0: This is Alan Seaborn from Winning at Home. Welcome to In Progress, a podcast about faith, life, and how we grow. And for this episode, I am pretty excited. I have kind of a cool, unique, for me especially, situation here. If you've listened to more than a couple episodes of the podcast, you've heard me talk about Annalise, and today... I get to record with her here in the studio. So, hey, Annalise, this is my wife. If this is the first episode you've listened to, you have no idea who she is, this is Annalise. Thanks for being here.
1: Hey, thank you. It's awesome to be here. Um, it's unique and special for me too. <laughs> nice.
0: So people have heard about you, you know, I've talked a little bit here and there and whatever. I don't know if you've listened to all the episodes, no issue if you haven't, <laughs> uh, but-, <laughs> but <laughs> I, you know, mention our things that we're working through and the things that we're figuring out as a couple, mostly from my perspective. You know, I'm talking about the things that marriage is teaching me as a person and the ways that lines up with what God's doing in my life. And so today we thought it would be cool. We've actually been talking about the idea of doing an episode together for. What a couple months yeah. you
1: think? Yeah, it has been. Yeah,
0: and as we tried to figure out, okay, what does that look like? You know, we we kicked around a couple different ideas of talking about maybe one bigger thing, more in depth, and we talked about that and realized we probably will do that at some point to talk about some of the um, some of the continual. Communication, especially, you'll hear as we talk today that communication is one of the huge areas where we have grown, but where we still have a lot that we need to grow in together of figuring out each other's language and what it means when she says something. You've heard, you know, Stephen and I talked about that recently, and I shared some of the stuff about Annalise and I. Uh, So we kicked around some ideas and we thought maybe for this intro, this is the first time you're hearing from Annalise, it's the first time Annalise is getting a chance to share her side of things at all. (laughs) And so we thought it would be probably a more appropriate first introduction to kind of do, instead of one big heavy thing, to do some kind of quick hitter type of stuff, to talk about a few different things that we've realized have, like as simple as they sound, have made almost a disproportionate impact on our relationship. And so we're going to talk about a few of the, the changes, a few of the realizations that on the surface, maybe don't even sound like that big of a deal, but that have made a huge difference in the way that we interact with each other in the way that we feel um, cared for and valued by each other. And so that's what I've asked Annalise to really share about. I realized I've talked a lot in this little intro of what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So Annalise, I want to throw this over to you and just talk about a few of these um, quick hitter ideas. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why I like that phrase it's a pretty dumb phrase but it is kind of catchy in my head it's
1: like a hook
0: yeah right on accident so anyway a few of those (laughs) things that we talked about go for it i'll jump in as needed and uh but i just i want people to hear from you
1: yeah great um yeah there's obviously my brain kind of explodes with all of the things that marriage has brought up. Um, I know that, you know, Alan was talking about like, yeah, you can see a lot of change in yourself too. It's, um, I don't know, for me, it's, it's brought up a ton. I feel like marriage for me has been like, um, I don't know, just like built in accountability almost. So I'm sort of in a position now where I need to run like all of my normal process and my normal communication and just the way that I, I just take for granted um, just the way that I naturally do stuff. So it's very interesting. So that's really brought up a couple of things.
0: Yeah. That's something that I've talked about a few times in different episodes. I can't think of them offhand, but how, you know, both of us, when we met, I think I was 27, you were 28, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And if you think about I the am fact, older,
1: just so everybody <laughs> knows. <laughs>
0: yeah. If you think about the fact that we had both been doing life on our own for that long, and we've established these patterns of, well, this is what it looks like for me to be a person and for me to be an adult living on my own. And now all of a sudden, uh, you're jumping into this thing where you're saying, Hey, I've I've agreed to partner up with somebody else, and oh, it turns out that their normal way of doing things and my normal way of doing things are maybe not even at odds. That feels a little too adversarial, right. but they're just they don't mesh they don't
1: mesh. Yeah. We're not connecting and we both know we're trying a hundred percent. It was not a question for me in those times, like, especially in the very beginning that you cared or that you were trying Wait, or that I cared. Especially in the was, very beginning?
0: What well, yeah, like to? before <laughs> we <kidding>. could
1: work <laughs> on any of this stuff, right. like when it all started happening, I, I knew you were trying just as much as I was trying. And that was almost more frustrating
0: because
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> we weren't, we weren't making breakthroughs.
0: Yeah. It wasn't for yeah. lack of effort. Yeah, It just, it genuinely felt like we were coming from the same thing at such different angles and using such different words to describe the same thing, Yeah, that it was really jarring. Like I've talked to you about this a number of times that, you know, for me, I looked and I would have said, hey, I'd say our relationship, like, 8 out of 10, you know, we've got moments where there's conflict, where there's misunderstanding, where there's disappointments, but overall, this has been smooth, and it's been pretty simple, you know, because, um, you know, I've talked about this before, I think, a little bit of, I've felt misunderstood, I've felt like the things I try to communicate to people aren't always what is communicated to people. And I've felt that way, I don't it feels weird, like I'm like, oh, poor me. But it feels like f- the natural way that I've experienced communication with people is that I'm misunderstood a fair amount of the time. And so when it came out, you know, in our relationship, I felt like, wow, instead of being misunderstood 40% of the time, like I am usually in my life, I'm misunderstood 10% of the time by you. And so this is amazing. This is like not just the best like romantic relationship I've ever been in. This is the best relationship I've ever been in. A person to person thing. And from your perspective, you were like, man, I, I really haven't had this degree of miscommunication yes. with people.
1: <laughs> yes. I was like, appalled that I was doing such a terrible job <laughs> in my estimate that's kind of how I felt because I've I've always considered myself a good communicator um, when you talk about the proportion that you've always felt sort of misunderstood by people mine would be a fraction of that yeah and I recognize you know now more than ever from like I you know, took the Enneagram and you eventually did too. And yeah,
0: if you've listened to that episode, yeah, that took a minute,
1: which is fine. I took it early, but (laughs) bought into it much later. Very, yeah, great point. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's just a lot clearer. Part of that is a natural wiring thing. You know, Mm -hmm. you weren't, again, it's not that you weren't trying. It was that my language... Okay, so you, you guys, I'm sure, have all heard of, like, the love languages, you know, and I totally get the impact and benefit of that, and that's awesome, but it's funny because we had to get even more basic. We needed to figure out what's each other's language, hmm. just in general, like, to communicate normal, natural things, and so, um, yeah, so anyway, so when Alan would hear me talk about my perspective of the relationship... I was just very aware this is very hard, hard work. It's hard work for me. I'm trying to figure out like five different ways to say something where I normally would have to figure out maybe three tops because we're naturally wired so very differently. And we need to communicate about a lot of different things and a lot of serious things like, you know, life stuff Mm -hmm. that you share with your partner. So, yeah. That was it was very interesting. For me, it was not a bad relationship. It's the healthiest relationship I've ever been in by far. Um, There's a consistency and a steadiness there. And I know that we're on the same page in all the core stuff, the stuff that really matters. It's just a matter of like, literally, like I was saying, the general communication style was just not not working, not connecting
0: for sure. And it's, it's awesome to know like, Hey, the, the foundation is here. The security is here. I know that this is a healthy relationship, but that doesn't make it any easier when in the moment there are, you know, pretty major miscommunications and misunderstandings talking about things that are really basic and really normal,
1: very basic and normal. Um, so, like, one example for you guys of just how concretely, like, or practically that showed up, like, in our day-to-day. Um, what I realized from taking the Enneagram and from um, Alan going over with me his results, too, of his wiring. So, um, for those of you who know the Enneagram, I'm a 2, um, which is a helper, um, and I have a, a really strong 3 wing, but it, it still places me solidly in the emotion Uh, the emotional triad Mm -hmm. and then so Alan is a five with so he's an investigator which is very much in the thinking triad and that could mean nothing on the surface (laughs) if you aren't going through like the day-to-day examples of where this stuff shows up because I'm a very ideas and emotional communicator like I communicate general ideas it's always been hard for me like even in like creative writing class in like middle school and high school um my teachers would be like um how about concrete examples and I'm like "Ugh, concrete examples like how many of those do you really need so I'm always just sort of this general communicator I like to talk about the big picture um and it's a challenge for me to step it back and give really factual info but guess what I found out that's the exact thing that Alan is looking for in a conversation about something. Kind of
0: the only thing I'm looking for.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's one of these things too, is um, like he he views a conversation as information collecting.
0: It's an exchange of information. Yeah, it's an
1: exchange of information. For me, I'm like, you don't like, for me it's connection Hmm. and that's primary. And so when I heard him, like when we've uncovered these little bits of like what is it that makes us so different here, it's been so illuminating. And I'm like, you know what, just as much as I value my own process and I believe in my own process to really respect and value you as my partner, I need to respect and value you have your own process and whether or not I can empathize with it. I need to at least get to a place where I'm like, I understand and get that this is you being on purpose. This is how you communicate on purpose. And so I came across um, this piece of info, I think it was last year. I don't remember from where, so sorry, I'm not, I I know I should credit it to someone, (laughs) but it's emotions are data. So this idea literally blew the top of my head off. I was like, what is that? What does that mean? That sounds like the key to unlock a lot of my own processing. I mean, I was spinning my wheels trying to figure out how many different ways to say something. But when I heard about this concept, emotions are data, and started to really like explore what that looked like, for me, what it looked like was recognizing that my emotions are signposts And they point me to a deeper value that I have. Okay, so let's just say it's a negative emotion Mm because that's often what we have issues with. Sure. So the negative emotion, it's pointing me to a value that I have deeper inside that I feel like is being threatened. So I can't just say to you, I don't know, I'm just really, really frustrated right now. And, you know, I don't know, this is really hard. Because you can tell that, and you're also off-put
0: sure, yeah. by Obviously, my emotions. I already know that you're frustrated. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's pretty obvious <laughs> when I get frustrated. So um, so I needed to do a couple steps extra and just say to Alan, you know what? I need to take a second because I'm feeling this super strong emotion, and I need to figure out what this is pointing to. So like, I would need to dig deep and say, what's happening that we're talking about right now where I don't feel like I'm being supported or affirmed, or usually for me, a negative emotion comes up when I don't feel like I'm able to say my piece clearly, or when I don't feel feel like the other person is connecting it because connection is my biggest thing. So I wanna be on the same page in a conversation, like that's number one priority. Mm -hmm. Um, So I need to figure out what the info is that I'm trying to communicate to Alan, So I dig deeper with this negative emotion and I'm like, okay, I think what's going on here is I feel hurt because I feel like I I am, like for instance, like I had an opinion about this topic and I feel like I communicated it, but then you maybe glossed it over and skipped to something else as if I didn't even contribute Mm -hmm. something so I'd like to take a step back to that piece and hear what your feedback is about that. That's what I really feel hurt by. I feel like we didn't spend any time on my contribution. Um, so that's just a way that shows up. So then when I dig all that up, I can then come back and say, okay, Alan, I think what was going on here is I didn't feel like we spent enough time on the info that I was giving and the piece I was trying to contribute to this. And then he has something to work with. <laughs> Right. Instead yeah. of my yeah. general vague frustration, which which makes total sense, right? Like he doesn't know exactly what I'm trying to get at in the moment. So that kind of thing has been really just honestly mind-blowingly different.
0: Yeah. And, you know, as you're describing that, I was thinking about, for me, what that has felt like to be on the other end of things of you're trying to figure out as a primarily emotionally wired person how to communicate with a primarily thinking minded person you know I'm doing the opposite and what I started out as is like oh okay as soon as emotions get involved in this conversation I feel like I'm being manipulated and I feel like oh now you're crying yeah so now I'm the bad guy and now I'm the jerk and now you know i have to take on the fault and responsibility for all of this and i had to figure out and i w- i would say as a result of seeing her trying to meet me halfway i was like oh okay yeah i probably should um do something here to meet more toward the middle you know that i can't just as soon as emotions show up i can't just write it off as like oh come on why now you're doing this to try to like your your point can't stand on its own so you're bringing in this thing
1: yeah it felt like I was using that as like a red herring or like a crutch or something just something to throw in there to make you do something when in fact it's a part of the package of what I go through and in communication and yeah. in myself inside yeah. myself yeah yeah
0: And I, um, you know, I would say for both of us, I don't know, maybe I should just speak for me, but for both of us, just knowing this doesn't make it better or easier in the moment, right? Because there are still times when we both go back to our natural thing and, um, You know, there was, I can't remember if Steven said it in the most recent podcast we did, or if he shared, I know he shared it at our um, winning at home premarital event. He said toward the end of his talk, he's talking to newly married and engaged couples. And he said, that's really important to remember that concepts, learning a new concept doesn't bring change. Actually putting it into practice brings change. And I would say that there are some times that knowing these concepts has really helped us a lot in our moments of trying to communicate because we're we're applying it, we're actively putting it into practice. And then other times we we theoretically know the concept, right? But it's just like, well, yeah, but I, I don't want to mess with that right now because I'm so frustrated or I'm so right or yeah. I'm so whatever.
1: It feels like a lot of extra to have to do when you're caught up in that moment and you just want it to be done immediately. That's just the overwhelming feeling and it shows up different for both of us but yeah
0: yeah and even for you to say that you just want it to be done immediately that's what your goal is when we're in that moment of conflict yeah. my goal is i don't care how long it takes we need to we need to reach some sort of a natural resolution or ending point or yeah. something
1: and i will feel like gross if we don't closure it so yeah, no, no, no. there's I'm that not like later that. i'm just saying that's, later that feeling. that's
0: another layer of <laughs> perspective of in your mind it's like okay what's the quickest route we can get from here to being done with it and yeah. i'm going what's the most thorough route yeah between here and when we can have this moment resolved yeah you know, and that's actually, I didn't mean to do this, I know, but I it's kind like an of exact like segue. perfectly <laughs> fed into well, what's the second thing that we were going to talk yeah, about.
1: So the other point is um, this actually was one of the first exact examples that I was like shocked to find from um, looking into the Enneagram, just that application for our relationship more because what they do on their website too, which is enneagraminstitute.com but they basically, they have like a training section um, in their menu where they have just a ton of just extra information. And one of those um, pieces is type dynamics, which talks about what happens when this type is in a relationship with this type. And one of their examples for Alan and I, so for the five and the two, Um, Because they talk about, hey, this is what this couple looks like when they're like dynamic and they're just operating at their healthiest. And then it talks about here's some pitfalls that can happen when both, you know, possibly are stressed out Mm -hmm. or not even that. It's just these are some of the differences they can encounter. So if I uh,
0: do things my way and you do things your way, what do we run into?
1: Exactly. So it was so funny because I think we were working on some kind of house stuff at the time. And Sounds right. It's kind of yeah, been life for the last
0: couple of years, right?
1: <laughs> Let's call that what it is—the yeah. whole five years-ish we've been married. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we were we were literally working on some kind of physical actual project in our house, and I was finding it challenging to do a project alongside of you yeah. because of how I felt about your reaction I guess to the work that I was doing and so we literally I literally read in this description it said something like well the five which is Alan is very is is like all about hitting the details and like he just said being thorough and He wants to get the job done, and he wants to get the job done well. The two wants to get the job done as well, but the two wants to just get the job done. Hmm. So the five is often going to see the two in those actual real-life examples and be like, why are you trying to hack this (laughs) and take a shortcut? Take shortcuts, cut corners. Yeah.
0: Those were the phrases that jumped out when you read that to me. I was like, well, yeah, I feel like you're taking shortcuts, not a lot, but when we're in these moments, you know, it's right.
1: like, and I'm kind of hurt. Like we have like 20 of these projects yeah. to do. Like, do you want any of this to be done? Like I'm trying to help. Yeah. And, you know, it was just a weird little uh, thing that we needed to get through, but to just to recognize, Hey, this isn't, we're not like the only special you know, couple in the universe that's dealing with this kind of thing. And here are some real practical reasons why this is coming up.
0: And to realize mm-hmm. that either of us left to our own devices. Like if, if I only do things my way, yes. um, you know, it, it kind of makes me think of, uh, there was a neighbor that we had in the house that I lived in when I was maybe in like second grade-ish and like a five-year period around there. I don't, I don't, that's as specific as I can be. But the entire time that we lived in that home, the family's house was under construction to some degree. And I believe for at least three of those years, there was not a workable kitchen in the house, oh my word, because the project was being undertaken by somebody probably right who's like me, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. left totally unchecked. And if you go through life like I would naturally on my own, of saying, and it, we even had it this past week, you know, there yeah. was a thing yeah. where I said, walking through the house, that I did almost all of the painting in my dad helped out yeah, a good yeah. bit with the, the upstairs, but it was a lot of me painting. And I would see something and go, ah, I hate that. That line is a little bit off or, Oh, I hate that, that, um, you know, there's a little crack in this part of the thing that I patched and it's, and Annalise is going, yeah, it's a hundred year old house. And It's the middle of winter, and of course, there's gonna be settling, there's gonna be a little cracking. Oh, I can't even tell that that line isn't painted perfectly. Uh, We had someone over the other night, and she's like, man, did you have somebody professionally paint this? And in my mind, I'm like, either she doesn't know anything about (laughs) painting, or she's just really trying to butter us up, because this does not (laughs) look like a professional painted it. Like I tried, I spent a lot of time, But no, not professional. And I'll always be able to find something Mm -hmm. where I could go back and I could do it over and I could do it a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or I can take apart part of what I've done and try to do it better over and over and over. Mm -hmm. So you leave me unchecked and I could spend genuine, I don't think I'm overstating this. I probably could spend a month or two months, maybe, just on the painting of the house.
1: Yeah, that's the part where I say, no, I don't think you're overstating that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And and if Annalise was left unchecked to say, right. okay, the goal here is to get stuff done, then... It would be kind of the opposite thing, right? It
1: would look a little jankier. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, people would look <laughs> a little and less,
1: nobody would put together. Yeah.
0: Accidentally think that you hired somebody to paint. They go, oh, yeah, you did this yourself, huh? <laughs> you, you were in you a hurry to get did in, a great right? Great job. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. uh, and so the point here is mm-hmm. you leave either person unchecked to do things their way. And they get too far down that road and it, it looks kind of crazy, right? Yeah. And what has been the real challenge for us is to try to figure out, okay, yeah, I I get why you're pushing back on saying, Hey, I don't need to be patching every little thing. I don't need to be doing all this stuff over and over and over, but that is kind of me. And so to say, all right, yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. It's good enough. Where, where does compromise come in? And where does, like, I want to be comfortable in my own house, right? So I want to not see this weird thing on the wall every single time I walk by it and it just drives me crazy. Right. Now, should it, in a rational world, would it? No. Probably not. But guess what? I'm That's me. You. I'm not like a computer, you know? And, uh, and it's the same for Annalise, you know? We, we have to work through this stuff where if me and the way that I think is just allowed to go run wild on anything of the way I view the world only, it's going to eventually cause some problems. And the same happens with Annalise. And what we found is we get to, in some ways, balance each other out that way. Mm -hmm. When you go, hey, I know this is what you would naturally do on your own, but I want to invite you to see it from this other perspective where it's good enough. That's what Annalise needs to tell me. And I need to sometimes say, hey, it needs to be a little better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I was just going to say that makes me think exactly of another thing that's been healing for me um, to embrace as an individual in our relationship is something that my counselor talked to me about, about, hey, no matter what this looks like, you need to keep showing up. You need to keep showing up. Mm. And to me that meant as much as we flex with each other, and we do need to find compromise and shared, shared, um, you know, things that we're coming to because of each other's impact. You know, yeah. it is important to keep showing up with my wiring and my strengths and my um, con- contributions and the same for you. And I was going to say, thank, thank God you do what you do very clearly and from a very clear perspective and mindset and worldview Because I know exactly when I need your set of strengths for me, and I I need to tap into that. Like you're my advice guy for so many things that I would kind of probably waffle on. But because I know that you're very concrete and factual and logical, I'm just like, man, that's such a huge asset for me. So it is important to retain yourself, but keep showing up and to retain yourself and keep showing up. While respecting and valuing your partner and doing the work,
0: and that's the really unique thing, isn't it? Is that it's like, yeah, this is what's needed to keep showing up, and that's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, right? it's a dance. It's because a
1: real. Yeah, it's weird.
0: That's the huge value that I bring, but that's also the moments of conflict <laughs> that I bring yeah. when I come and say, oh, hang on, let's think about that from another perspective. Yeah. Um, that's not always met with excitement, right? I um, mean, everybody yeah. that's, ever, <laughs> that's ever been on either end, the giving or receiving end right. of, hey, let's think about this from another perspective. You know that when you invite somebody else to do it, it's not always met with excitement and acceptance. And you know when other people invite you to do it, it's not always meant that way either, because being um, not told to change, being invited to mm-hmm. change, mm-hmm. being invited to um, see that there's something in me that I can grow in, yeah. something that if yes. I let another way of thinking in, that it would really enhance the, the way that I do things, the way that I view the world, right. Um, it's still a letting go of something. Yeah. And no matter who you are, no matter what you do, that's just hard. That's just hard. Yeah. And, you know, I think, um, I think that that's a huge component of doing life with a partner. Yeah. And I'm so grateful, Annalise, for the way that you balance out some of the things that I would run wild on. And uh, it really, I've seen a lot of positive change in me Mm. as a result of being open to sharing life with you. Yeah. Um, There are you know, there have been sacrifices. There have been frustrations. There have been things that I've had to figure out how to let go of. That I don't want to have let <laughs> go of. Yeah. Is that a thing? I don't know uh, how to say that. That's a real that. thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's it's been such a growth and beneficial journey that, um, yeah, yeah, I'm really I'm really grateful that we've worked. In those moments of frustration, to say, "Okay, but but what are we really getting at here?"
1: Yeah, same. I just have so appreciated. Like we said, I mean, in the very beginning of our relationship, we really were aware. Like, man, this is a this is a person who is doing life. At that time, we didn't know the degree of how differently, but is doing life in a different way than me. But I see God through them. That's how yeah. I felt yeah. with you. Yeah. And I I want to say the same thing. Like I just have so appreciated the consistency and steadiness. And that's the thing about having a partner, you know, that you can trust to take care of their own stuff and to be open. And that's kind of it. That's kind of all you can do at first cuz the work is the work. Right? But thank you for being steady like that. I've appreciated that so, so much.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And I, you know, even as we're doing this, I'm kind of thinking it might feel weird that you're kind of hearing as you're listening, you're hearing us talk <laughs> yeah. about some stuff, but then also mm. like talk to each other yeah. <laughs> and trying to figure out how to navigate that. Um, mm. But it, it, the reason why we had this moment of talking to each other is because this it's a real thing that we've yeah. been working through and on and will continue to do. And like I say, um, unless Annalise really hated this experience, I plan on in the future <laughs> digging into some more um, bigger, deeper, maybe heavier. Mm-hmm. I don't know the way to describe yeah. it, but yeah. instead of sort of more these... More stuff. Yeah, instead is, of these sort yeah. of quick little hey, here's this, here's this, here's this. Um, and it, having said that, I'm mindful of the time. Annalise has about another maybe 15 minutes before she's got to get back. Nice. Um, but do you want to hit that third thing that we – or did we kind of already cover it? I or? mean,
1: we, we kind of cover it. Let's see, communication, conversation, work. Yeah, guys, these are the <laughs> – these mm-hmm. are the – main topics that I had I mean some of these really just integrate together so kind of seamlessly yeah yeah so I mean one thing leads to another you you'll see too and I'm sure you've already experienced too for yourselves in some ways that when you spend energy that you feel like is really outside of your normal and outside of your comfort zone that's going to be Blessed, because that's going to show up in other areas too. Like I realize when I'm open, like Alan was talking about, like just being open to another mindset, it like increases your awareness that, hey, that might help me next time or that might help me in this other scenario. Mm -hmm. If I'm just open to hearing another way of doing this, that might help. I might actually have more choices than I thought I did.
0: Once you kind of learn... To see a thing from somebody else's perspective. Yeah. Right. I mean, I. Yeah. Even it if it feels, doesn't come naturally to right. you. Right. It yeah. feels weird to say that. Like, hey, two adults that are kind of learning what it looks like to do this. Yeah. But yeah, you do find that it colors other relationships too, because, you know, I find myself going, okay, Annalise, someone that I really deeply respect and care about has just a completely different way of viewing a lot of things in life Mm -hmm. than I do. And you go, okay, so if that's true for her, then it's probably true for some of these other people that I'm in moments of, you know, maybe not even conflict, but just you're looking and you're just so confused. You're like, why are they doing that? That doesn't make any sense. And then if if you can apply across this relationship as well, what you've kind of learned of like, okay, well, hang on when, you know, and this is kind of the way that we learn, isn't it? And this is what you hear people talking about and being frustrated about of like, Hey, nobody really seems to care about anything until it directly impacts their life. Mm -hmm. And when you see this impact in, I'm going to look at something from another person's point of view and I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, you know, because I believe that Annalise is on my team and I believe Mm. that we're doing this together and overcoming the barriers ahead of us alongside each other instead of she's creating the barrier by the way that she thinks or i'm creating the barrier by the way that i think if we start to practice that in our relationship with our significant other then we start to be open to like you're talking about to seeing that in other moments in other relationships and the growth not in our marriage but the growth that we see as people of going, oh, it would be possible for somebody to have a radically different way of approaching this moment than me. And they could be trying to come at this with genuine effort too. Like it's, it's kind of weird, right?
1: When you, it's, it is weird. It's like you're, you're raising, like, a whole level of what you're aware is happening in a k- interaction yeah, or in an ob- observation, too. You know, you could just be observing and be thinking all this stuff subconsciously. And it's weird when you raise that to your awareness and you're like, oh, wow, I guess I was thinking that. But due to the new, like, work and energy I've been putting into, like— communicating with my partner on some levels that were different like I'm really I'm just like okay like I guess that could apply here too it's it's just weird it really does open up your capacity to be a better communicator and that's you know like I've told you before like Alan, thank you so much for for being you Oh, as frustrating as it is sometimes for me to be like, in what other way could I communicate? Like, in what other way could I get us through this spot? Yeah. I need Alan to be Alan because that helps me remember I'm I'm not the star of the show here. Like, I need to work out how to connect with with anyone to a degree, really. But it really helps me.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of the reminder from, I think, a lot of what we're talking about is that um, in meshing two lives together, I don't know, that's a bad word for it, but you know, (laughs) help me come up with it. Integrating, like really integrating. Thank you, that's good. Uh, Integrating two lives together is, it's going to mean figuring out how to navigate through the moments of conflict and miscommunication and confrontation because that's part of it. Like that's yeah. not and that's not a negative side effect that only if you're doing things wrong in your relationship exactly. will you run into this stuff. Exactly. This is just what it looks like for two people who care about things. Right? Yeah. Most of the time when you run into conflict, it's over something that matters to you to some degree. Yeah. And part of the deal is if you care about something and you have in your head, okay, this is the way forward, and somebody else who cares about it too has a different idea about the way forward, right? Then conflict and confrontation and misunderstanding and frustration that's just kind of the natural outflow of that situation and to realize that that's part of the deal, that that's part of what it looks like to sign up for marriage, to sign up for spending life together with somebody. Yeah. Uh, If you have gotten caught up in worrying about, hey, we just, we don't think exactly the same way. We don't, Go about things exactly the same way. Right, right. If you went into it with the understanding of, hey, we're just basically the same person, and now we're just going to be two of us together doing our thing. Um, yeah. Then running into these moments of conflict and confrontation and disappointment and all that can really throw you off guard and you go, wait, is there something wrong with this relationship? You know, it's like, oh, the honeymoon period is over. What's happening now? You know, did I marry the wrong person? Am I, you know, am I building my life with somebody that is just incompatible with me and I I can't really build a life with them?
1: And that's the thing, right? Because I feel like a lot of these things maybe go unsaid. They go unspelled out. I literally need things spelled out. Like, I need an example in front of me. Like, sometimes I'm just not following and I need step-by-step spelled out because, like I was saying in the very beginning, I'm I'm big picture. I don't tend to break that down in the steps that are followable right hmm. now. Hmm. So if I'm far behind, <laughs> I need those next couple steps spelled out. And I think that's so so important. Before you just throw the whole idea out, if you're experiencing conflict and regular conflict, almost or even misunderstanding, regular misunderstanding, because that stuff is really undermining to the value that you guys are actually building in other ways. Yeah. And so, just to to explain it, to take a couple minutes to explain it to each other. Of, I guess this is my expectation this is how I feel like it's not happening. Where, where are you at? You just, you know, ask each other, where, where are you at with this stuff?
0: Yeah. And if this is a conversation that each of you in your own way have tried to initiate before and you haven't gotten anywhere, um, you've heard, if you've listened to a few of the episodes I did with Steven, you know that That's the counselor that Annalise and I see together. Right. And we found that that was a big boost, a big step of helping some of these conversations where we would kind of start at it a little bit and then it was too frustrating or too difficult or too... For me, it almost
1: felt like I was doing something wrong. And I know that I, I know you did an episode right about my family of origin, your family of yeah, origin yeah. right So yeah that that was why it's mm-hmm. because in in my family, any kind of difference of opinion, maybe you talked about it, but you never would land on an entirely opposite point that the other mm. person was trying to make. Yeah, so yeah. you definitely talk it through but yeah, That was why I never pushed through those moments when maybe I felt like I should, I know I need to work on being assertive. And yeah, I was just gonna say that too, like when we went to counseling, me like, I didn't realize I was like, all right, I wonder what he's gonna tell Alan to change here because Mm. I know that I'm trying (laughs) like, like the hardest I can think to try and like all of the ideas I can think to try. I didn't realize I was being that guy, you know, going into couples counseling, like, yeah, I've pretty much done my stuff. Um, But when those things came up, it was almost sometimes absurdly simple. Hmm. And exactly like what you were talking about before, about um, what Alan was talking about before. Sorry, I'm looking at him, which you can't see. Um, (laughs) About like concepts don't make the difference. You working that stuff out practically is what makes the difference. And I realized I knew I needed to be assertive. I just needed to push through the uncomfortable feeling of... I'm not comfortable. I don't like the way that this makes me feel because I'm differing from you. And I need to continue to press my point and explain my point um, in a calm, rational way, right? It's not like barreling through or steamrolling. But I did realize I needed to do that. So yeah, yeah that was I just, big. I, yeah.
0: I think that- And counseling
1: for, is what helped with that. Sorry, yeah. really
0: quick. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's where I was gonna <laughs> <Yes>. kind of <laughs> land as we wrap up and just say- you know, if you're listening and you go, "Hey, we we've been dealing with some of the same stuff or some of the similar ideas that you're talking about here in this episode and we've tried to talk about it and it didn't really get us anywhere." Right. Um yeah, us too. Right. Exactly. And <laughs> <laughs> this, you know, this isn't like Oh, this is the first time we're talking about this stuff, and we're d- this is just really easy for us to talk about. Yeah, this um, to be able to even share some of the stuff that we have here, it would have been way too personal, yes. way too raw, way too close to home. Right. Um. Until we started seeing a counselor. Yeah. And right. we're able to actually talk it through, and disconnect um not the emotion from it but the chargedness of any of these individual topics right because we were able to figure out why does this conversation keep happening yes. the same not good way exactly and what can we do to to turn this around so that we're working toward understanding even though it's what we both want, right. that's not what's happening in the moment. Exactly. And for us, seeing a counselor made a huge, huge difference in just unblocking a couple things. And it was wild. Like we, I forget if it was the first or second session that we wound up standing outside of the <laughs> counseling word. office in the little breezeway <laughs> for another 35 or 40 minutes, I bet? Yeah,
1: at least, because I I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't deal. I had to keep talking it through. It just brought up so much. Yeah, it
0: opened up some stuff, and it's like, oh, these are things that we've been trying to talk about, but we kept not being able to or not being willing to or not knowing how to is probably the best way to say it. Not
1: knowing how or like I was saying not pushing through that uncomfortableness to do what you know to do. Yeah. It helped me get clear on what the right things were to try instead of trying to scatter shot like anything.
0: Yeah. And it it just it made a big difference for us. And so I you know if you're listening and you're like Hey, all that sounds kind of cool, but we've tried it and it's not really—it's not taking for us. Uh, there's not something wrong, weird about you. Uh, that's normal stuff. We would really encourage you, from our experience, it made a huge impact to talk with a counselor about that stuff. Right, and it really has opened up communication for us to understand the way to. Talk to each other right. about these areas of conflict and like we've said multiple times, it hasn't made it perfect, hasn't made it right. easy to do this. Right, right. But it's made it doable.
1: It's made it purposeful. Yeah. I know I'm focused on the right energy. Yeah. And that gives me satisfaction. It really does. Even in the hard stuff, it gives me satisfaction to know I'm, I'm doing the right things the right way. And that's the other thing is putting into practice, even if you have seen a counselor and maybe that didn't work, think about maybe some of the concepts that maybe didn't make its way into your daily routine. Mm. That might be something really good to try to.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Annalise, thanks for joining me. This has been fun to have you here hanging out. Yay. And (laughs) I look forward to doing it again at some point in the future.
1: Great. Thanks for having me.